Hey, what is up, everybody? Thanks for tuning back into another awesome episode of Crypto Warfare. I'm really, really excited about this one because um, it really puts a uh, about the, the cults, the government. Um, not everybody in the government, but a vast majority of those in the government. It helps put a lot of uh, those characters in perspective, so to speak, and you can understand why they are in the positions of power that they have. And Josh Monday, it is such a blessing to have him again back on the podcast because. Uh, you know, we started with him, and now we're ending the season finale. <laughs> Finally, I know you guys are excited uh, with him. And also, go check out um, just go go check out his podcast and go listen to his music. I mean, go support and show this man some love. Give him a five star review on his podcast. And um, because being a podcaster can be a little little difficult. And what we're trying to do, we're trying to build communities, and we are trying to just send the message of Christ through what it is we cover, um, just in our teachings. Because God calls us all to do separate things, um, but at the end of the day, it's all to lead to him and give him the glory. So, oh, also, uh, go to our website if you want to get our new logo. Um, I worked hard on it. It took me about a week, but the logo kind of looks the same. However, I did some tweaking to it, so it stands out a whole lot better, and it's going to look really, really good on them hoodies. And secondly, those shirts. Um, <laughs> and, of course, I did this right after I actually invested in my uh, Crypto Warfare hoodie. So I know I have version one. You guys should get version two. It looks nice and it's on sale, I think, for a few more days. So yeah, go over there, check it out. And yeah, remember all the funds that go from that will be pumped back into this podcast. So we can get you a better sounding audio and then that can help fund us on uh, expeditions and stuff. But without further ado, let's jump into this amazing show. And if you have a story or encounter, shoot us an email or a detailed voice message to cryptidwarfare at gmail.com. That's C-R-Y-P-T-I-D-W-A-R-F-A-R-E at gmail.com. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Cryptid Warfare. This is... What do you host, Z baby, with the luxurious? Uh, what's going Drewski? on, guys? This is Drewski. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually our our season finale, and uh, we started off with this dude, and we're ending the season with this guy, Josh Monday. Thank you, Bro, yeah, and that's on, a man. blessing. No problem. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, I really appreciate it, and I hope that your audience, uh, you know, just just read more Bible after that. That's all I wanted, man. After that show. I just want more people to study the word and realize how how amazing it is and how amazing God is and amazing how his creation, man. Romans 120, you know, by his creation. So I really love to go over that with people and and just um, all glory to God on that, dude. So that's awesome. Thank you for having me for sure, man. Season finale. That's amazing, man. Woo. Thank you. I told my wife and she was like, oh, that's really cool. You know, I thank you guys for that. Oh, yeah. hundred percent, man. So oh, yeah. what are we getting into tonight, bro? Okay, so me, uh -oh. I this is a show that I kind of go. I've gone over of, on a few different shows, and I and I actually did it on my own show. I uh, it's 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 really like uh, kind of showing you guys exposing evil, man. Like just like uh, Ephesians five eleven says, and have no fruitful 
fellow or no fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. So that's what we want to do, man. It's basically talking about high school and secret societies. Uh, you know, my intro would kind of be like, there's a guy named Ted Gunderson, man. He's like a, a whistleblower for the FBI. And what he said is that the Illuminati wants to put as many people in government as possible so they can slowly like make their agenda happen. Right. So if, if you come to think about it, if you had like 80% of people that are like for the devil or for the Illuminati or for these secret societies and 20% that are actually trying to fight the good fight, then what it is, is we have this illusion that we have people uh, fighting for us, you know, and what they do is I think that uh, what I'll explain as I'm going through is the the route that I I believe that they take to get these people into government, into office, and how they're actually chosen for these positions and not elected. You know, it's it's like they're selected and not elected for these positions. Oh. That's what I believe. Um, so I kind of I, I kind of get into yeah. you know high school and college secret societies. This is the way I'll put it to you guys. So. You have NFL draft, right? If you go to like, if you check out the NFL draft, what do they have? Okay. There, there's college football teams, elite college football teams that have the best 12 or 13 from, you know, from the country on this football team or this football team. And, you know, they're just trying to pick the best people for their NFL football team. So what I think it is, so what happens is these college secret societies, they get, they, they only tap 15 or 16 juniors get tapped is what it's called. And um, I believe that it's kind of the same thing. It's like the Illuminati's draft pick. What they do is they pick all these people that are from different bloodlines uh, that are actually chosen for these positions and they tap them. You don't get tapped because you are the stud on campus hooking up with a million girls and uh, and a you know stud football player. You're not getting tapped just because of that. You're getting tapped, I believe, for deeper reasons. And you can kind of tell by the positions that these people end up getting in the future, okay? So this is like high school and college secret societies. And guys, I really, really would like you guys to understand something about uh, secret societies is that um, – Jesus says, like, swear no oath, right? Swear no oaths. And that's what they're doing. They're, they're pledging an oath and uh, a lot of oaths, not just one. Now, I also was in the United States military, so I don't want you guys to think like, oh, well, you pledged the oath through the army. I did, man. And you know what? I, I put my right hand up and I pledged the oath too. And, and I'm, I didn't even know that the Bible says not to do that. Now, I do know that the Bible yeah, says man. not to swear swear to God, right? I know that. Yeah. But... um. I didn't know that you weren't supposed to do that. And I'm not saying that, um, that, you know, I'm excused for that, but I, I did do that. So, but these oaths are a little different. Um, that's a lot different. You know, you're basically sitting in a coffin. This is like one of the secret skull and bones. You're sitting in a coffin and you're masturbating and you're telling these people your secrets so that they can use it as blackmail later for you. You know what I mean? It's like kind of hmm. a little sketchy stuff, maybe like blood oaths, all that stuff. So anyways, so, um, yeah, I just wanted to lay that out first, and uh, you know, kind of that's kind of like the intro. Uh, I believe yeah. it's like the Illuminati draft pick. Does that kind of make sense if I put it in that way? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. So, um, so we have that, and uh, what I like to get into first is there's like a there's like eight schools that I kind of studied that were high schools. Um, that the schools I'll go over real quick are uh, it's like it's choke choke. Rosemary Hall is one of them that's in uh, 
Wallington, Wallingford, Connecticut. There's Deerfield Academy in Deerford, Massachusetts. Uh, the Hotchkiss School, which is Lakeville, Connecticut. The Lawrenceville School, which is Lawrence, New Lawrenceville, New Jersey. Uh, Northfield Mount Hermon School, which is Gill, Massachusetts. Uh, Phillips Academy Andover. It's Andover, Massachusetts. Uh, Phillips Exeter Academy, which is Exeter, New Hampshire, and St. Paul's School, which is Concord, New Hampshire. If you want, if you if you know, guys, all those schools are located like in Connecticut, New Hampshire. They're all located in one area, and those are very close to where Harvard, Yale, and all these schools that I'm going to be going over for college are located. So, um, I I started looking up secret societies in college. That's what kind of put me on this uh, rabbit hole. I was like, all right, let me see what's, what the secret societies are that are comparable to the skull and bones in college. So what I did, I started looking that up and that led me to actually find secret societies that are in high school. And I'm like, what the heck? So it kind of opened up my eyes like, wow, actually in, in, in high schools as well. And I started researching these uh, schools and find out that there's actually a secret society called the Skull and Ref. Um, it's a high school secret society that George Bush Sr. was in. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so we have George Bush Sr. Uh, that's from Phillips Academy. That's the one that kind of went over. Uh, George Bush Sr. was one of the, the, the members. We also have George Bush Jr. was one of the members of the Skull and Ref. He went to Phillips Andover. Uh, we also have Josiah Quincy the third. If you click on this guy, you're like, who is this guy? American educator, public figure, House of Representative, Mayor of Boston, President of Harvard University. Uh, so we have this guy. Um, I kind of, I'm just gonna. A lot of this is gonna be about going to the into the people that are in these secret societies that are involved. But this is just an example. We have uh, Edgar Rice Burroughs. If you click on this guy, uh, he's an American writer, best known for uh, for for creating Tarzan. And creating uh, John Carter. Uh, if you start looking into his family, all of his all of his family members became writers, poets, uh, you know, prolific people, directors of movies. This guy uh, was another one that was involved in that Skull and Wrath, and actually went went to Andover University. We have that, and then I have another that I'd like to go over, which everybody is probably familiar with, uh, Humphrey Bogart. Uh, I know you guys know who that is. Uh, he was an actor from back in the day. He was chosen. Obviously, he came from the the uh, from from the same school. Jack Lemon is another one. He's an actor that a lot of you guys would be familiar with. Bill Belichick. He also went to Phillips Andover. He went to this school, and also um, uh, we have some interesting stuff on that. So, I just wanted to go over that first of all. The Skull and Wrath is similar to the Skull and Bones. That's what kind of secret society this is. Um, so it's it's interesting. So so far, I went over the high school stuff. Um, and, and it's interesting. Now we also have Mark Zuckerberg, the guy that created Facebook went to one of these high schools. Now, what I heard about Mark Zuckerberg was he was just a guy that ended up going to high school and then going to Harvard and get, and making this thing. And whoa, that's awesome. But I believe he was chosen, bro. He went to one of these schools for one year before he went to Harvard. Right. So I think he got chosen put into these high schools, these eight high schools that are like these elite high schools. It costs $56,000, you know, a semester or a year to go to, depending on which one you go to. So I think that he was chosen. Uh, we also have a lot of uh, prominent figures that went to these uh, people that are Medal of Honor winners, Supreme Court justice, uh, Nobel Prize nominees, Tom uh, Grammy Award winners, Academy Award winners. Uh, we have uh, CEOs of we also have the CEO of um, 
the CEO of like a Ford and all these people that all went to these places. See, these people are chosen for these positions. They're not just really talented individuals. You know, I could see that. So it, it's really interesting. Um, yeah. So, <clears throat> so that's kind of, kind of where I'm at on the high school part aspect of it. Um, it's, it's, you're going to see a lot of prominent politicians, people that are in the house of representatives, people that are in the Supreme court. So if you go into these high schools that I just told you guys to go into, if you want to dig a little deeper before I get into the college secret societies, cause I don't have like three hours to go over these things. I could go over each individual member alumni and all this stuff. But also what happens with these secret societies that are in high school is they don't have that many. They don't have a huge list where I could go over each person that are in skull and ref, but I do have a huge list of alumni of all the high schools, you know? And, and it's all, it, it's, yeah. it's so interesting, man. So interesting. Um, so I have that for you guys. So that's, that's going to be the high schools. If you guys want to research that, just look up the uh, eight schools association and it's going to pull all that up. And you guys can check, look into that. If you would like the high school part is, is not the main part I go over. It's mainly the college, but that's kind of an intro for you guys to understand that it starts out even in high school. They got these people. George Bush Sr., George Bush Jr., both going to the same school, both of them being in the same secret society in high school. And then all of a sudden, if you go, which I'm going to get into the colleges, um, and obviously the main one I'm going to uh, I'm going to start out with is going to be Skull and Bones because everybody knows about that one already. Um, do you have any questions about any of the high school stuff that I went over? No, it really trips me out. Well, it's it does make a lot of sense when it comes to that, because like you said, it's a whole like draft pick. Right. And, uh, you know, like, um, Oh gosh, I forgot how I was listening to, but I was listening to, um, Tony Merkel and he was interviewing this ex warlock. He said, and they basically, it, he said, he said, he said, it's almost like a draft pick. He's like, they watch these kids from the time they're when they're in elementary school born or whatever, to all the way till they're in high school. And then that's when they start to pick them. And mm -hmm. then I was like, eh, whatever, wow. you know, that really didn't make any sense. But to me at the time, but yeah. like digging into like the Skull and Bone Society, Freemason, Illuminati, all these other, you know, secret societies. And a lot of them start off on the college level. But it like you said, it goes deeper than that. It goes into the high schools and, you know, it makes it. Yeah, totally makes a lot of sense. So let's get all the way to high school. Yeah, all the way to high school. And, and, and when you listen to a lot of people that are into conspiracies, a lot of them talk about um, these people are selected, they have bloodlines, and then it doesn't really make sense until you start going back and researching this stuff. The stuff that I was researching is not like uh, a little bit of Fritz Springmeier, which he wrote the Bloodlines of the Illuminati, a little bit of that I kind of studied, but I was really just studying it myself, pulling up these, these, these uh, who's, who's the notable alumni that are in these secret societies because... When you start doing that, dude, it just it, it, it just gets crazy. So we'll start out with Skull and Bones. They were founded in uh, 1832, excuse me, which is 191 years ago. It's a long time ago. Their number is 322, and uh, that comes from Plankton 322, which is a Babylonian clay tablet. Uh, notable as containing an example of Babylonian mathematics. It's It has the number 322, uh, and... Uh, I'll just leave it at that. I don't want to get too deep into that number, but also Genesis 322 is another reason why they have that number uh, that this says, then God, then the Lord God said, behold, the man has become like one of us to know good and evil. And now he is, he lest he put out his hand and take also the tree of life and eat the, and live forever. 
So, you know, they want to become like gods, right? Mm -hmm. That's what they want to do. And that is the temptation that they, that I believe that they give to these people for them to sell their souls, which I believe they do end up to get up in these positions, right? You're going to be yeah. like gods. The president of the United States is sitting on, you know, like a, like, like, uh, like a God. I'm not saying that he's like a God or he's the most powerful person in the world, but he does sit there and he's looked at like a God and like an icon, right? So we have that. So here's an, here's an uh, example of the power structure at work, okay? One of the founding members of Skull and Bones is Alfonso Taft. He created the Sp Skull and Bones uh, with, uh, with one of the Russell uh, family members, uh, William Huntington Russell. Uh, I'll show you guys about the Russell family in a little bit, but let me go over Al Alfonso Taft real quick. So Alfonso Taft, I, I know that that name probably sounds familiar, the Taft last name, because his son is William Howard Taft, okay? he's uh, He became the president of the United States. So uh. these two these two came together and they created Skull and Bones, William Huntington Russell and uh, Alfonso Taft. They get together, they create Skull and Bones, and, and it's a secret society. He ends up having his son come to Yale, and he ends up becoming a Skull and Bones member, and he ends up becoming the president of the United States, dude. Yeah. So that's pretty interesting. That's that's a pretty good connection. Um, he also became the chief justice. Uh, two, two of his cabinet members are also Skull and Bones members, William Tafts. So he has members. So that's another thing that you could do when you become president or you become somebody high up like this is you can have your cabinet be – Skull and Bones members uh, or different secret societies that are in different colleges. You can't have all of them be Skull and Bones or you, you're going to be have people go, what the freak is going on, mm. right? <laughs> what they yeah. do is as long as they've already pledged that oath, then it's okay. Let's have them be on the, on, on the cabinet. That's what I believe happens, man. And, and I'm not just talking out of my, out of my, out of my butt. Like this is the stuff that, that happens. And as I go over this stuff, you guys going to be like, okay, so is that how high up it ends up going? And a lot of this is going to be talking about America and a little bit of England. I'm not going to be talking about worldwide colleges. I haven't studied that yet, and I haven't gone that far yet. But I believe that that's probably the same type of stuff that's happening other places as well. Elite people going to these colleges. So William Huntington Russell was the other gentleman that created the Skull and Bones. And that's the Russell family. That is the... Uh, what who what Fritz Springmeier would put in his bloodline of Illuminati book as one of the major families in America. Uh, who else is a Russell member? Oh, Charles Tate Russell. He founded the Jehovah's Witnesses, right, in the 1800s. Mm -hmm. So we have that gentleman. Uh, and if you look at his tombstone, it's a giant pyramid with a Rosicrucian cross. Uh, he's got this giant pyramid where he's at. So I'm not trying to put you guys down, Jehovah's Witnesses, whoever is like that, but I'm just letting you guys know, do some research on that. But the the Russell family is is big in America, dude. Lots of money, lots of money there, you know. So, um, so those two got together and started Skull and Bones. I thought that was really interesting. Any questions on any of that stuff I went over? I'll be asking you that as I go because I just yeah. want to make sure. You're good to go, I don't want to just no, yeah, yeah, you're good. fire information. <laughs> like a sponge right now. I'm like, oh, this is fascinating. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, like an, oh man, this is wild kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> so um, here are some of the other bloodlines connected to the skull and bones. Uh, we have the Whitney family, uh, Lord Phelps, uh, Alan, Bundy. 
That's another one. Bundy's mm. are another one of the bloodlines of the Illuminati. Adam Stimson, Taft, William Taft, Gilman, Perkins. If you guys want to do a little research on those names, you guys can do that. The leading uh, Skull and Bones families, though, would be like the Rockefellers. They're, that's mm. one of the big ones that everybody knows. The Payne family, Davidson family, Pillsbury, the Wirehouse, and the Harriman, if you guys want to look into that, okay? Uh, another way to connect the Illuminati to the Skull and Bones is this, okay? There was a group of seniors that broke into the Skull and Bones building called the Tomb, right? That's what their building is called, that they do their, their rich rituals at and all the stuff that they do. Um, so, And they wrote down the ritual that was on the wall. It was written in German. So they just wrote it down. Uh, and if you go back, there's this guy, you know, go back in the day, there's this guy, James Robinson, a top Freemason that saw the Illuminati coming into the lodges and trying to illuminate the Freemasons. And uh, he didn't want that. So he wrote an, uh, he wrote an expose called Proof of a Conspiracy, where he wrote the ritual uh, to get into the, the regent level of the Bavarian Illuminati. And that same ritual is the one that these guys wrote down that was on the wall in the Skull and Bones building. So you guys got to think about that, dude. So this is way back in the day. This guy, James Robinson, wrote this expose about a ritual that that it, that it, the ritual to get into the Bolvarian Illuminati. Right. And this guy, uh, these seniors broke into the building and wrote down that exact same ritual on, you know, and it was in German. So that's. Basically, that's that's a connection that you cannot like, um, you know, you cannot really deny, dude. I think that's really interesting, dude. Um, another thing about Skull and Bones, like this is really interesting, is that the 2004 election, bro, this power goes all the way to the top, the pinnacle. And we also have two people that were Skull and Bones that were actually a primary uh, in the election. Um, the Republican ticket in 2004 was uh, incumbent President George W. Bush uh, Jr., right? And his running incumbent uh, uh, vice president was Dick Cheney. Uh, his vice president is Dick Cheney. He also went to Yale. I can't connect Dick Cheney to um, to Skull and Bones or to the Wolf Society or any of these. I, I can't do that. I don't know why. I can't. I can't. I can't find anything with. But some of these secret societies, though, they don't have notable alumni. So I don't know what we're Dick Cheney, but Dick Cheney's an evil person. But uh, yeah. my, my whole my whole point to this one is um, the the Democratic ticket for the 2004 election was John Kerry, United States Senator from Massachusetts, right? And that's interesting. Massachusetts ends up being where all these high schools are at, and all these different secret societies <laughs> mostly come from. So that's interesting. But the main thing of this is that uh, John Kerry was Skull and Bones. Uh, George W. Bush Jr. was Skull and Bones. So we have the very top people that are about to become president of the United States. Choose one evil or the other, right? What are we going to do? We got both of these people that have already done the oaths, pledged the oaths to the Illuminati, to, to Satan, to the, the Skull and Bones, all both at the top. So when we talk mm -hmm. about Republicans and Democrats, guys, we're not talking about like um, this guy's a good guy and this guy's a bad guy. What we're talking about is two bad guys. Okay. No matter who you talk about, whether you want to talk about jo uh, Donald Trump or you want to talk about Joe Biden, or you want to talk about any of these people, it's, it, it, it yeah. really literally is an eagle, right? So there's, there's right wing, left wing, same bird. They have the same mindset. The new world order is here. So if you guys get fooled by this type of stuff, I I'm sorry, man. But, um, so I'll tell you guys yeah. when they were the, 
Uh, George Bush Jr. was class of 68, and John Kerry was class of 66. Both of them were Skull and Bones members. You can easily look this up. It's it's history, okay? So um, now I did talk about this already. George Bush uh, was the vice. Dick Cheney also went to Yale. I kind of went over that. Um, now, if you go back into George Bush Sr., when he went against uh, Bill Clinton in 1992 election, the interesting thing was uh, George Bush Sr. was in the Skull and Bones. He went to Phillips Academy, which I told you about. Uh, he was in the Skull and Breath. Uh, he was in the Trilateral Commission. George Bush Sr. also was part of the Nas Brotherhood at Baylor University. Okay, so he's been in the high school secret society. He went into uh, first. He went to um, Baylor University. He was in the Nas Brotherhood, which is another secret society comparable to Skull and Bones. And he also uh, was a Skull and Bones member. So every single place that George Bush Senior went, he was in a secret society. He was in the Trilateral Commission. Uh, he is all engulfed in all this, and he was the one that when he became president was talking about we need to form the new world order, okay? World order, Understand yeah. this, the new world order. He's the one that was pressing that like crazy. He was also uh, the head of the FBI, uh, I'm sorry, the CIA. Uh, he was uh, a high-up member when John F. Kennedy got assassinated. I'm not saying that he was there. I can't put him there, but I know that he was involved in all that cover-up and everything, so that gets really interesting. But also Bill Clinton... When he was going against George Bush Sr., he also went to Yale, alumni, okay? He was also a member of the Order of Demolay. He's also a secret society member. So now we have George Bush Sr., evil, Bill Clinton, evil, both going against each other. And who do we choose? All we can choose is evil because everybody else, we got freaking uh, – who is the who is the guy? I can't even remember. Well, Ross Perot. We got Ross Perot. We could choose. He's like an independent coming in. He ain't gonna get picked, dude. They won't even put him on the ballot, bro. They won't even let no. him freaking. Good thing they even let him go and uh, debate them. That was I think that he was able to at least debate. But what happens is yeah. they choose these people. They put them on stage. They got eight people that are primary people that are already chosen and selected. They go against each other in debate, and people go, "Oh my gosh, oh my gosh!" And then there's people that are independent or someone like me. Like let's say you went to like San Bernardino college or whatever or if you went to like uc san Bernardino, you ain't gonna be able to become a president that's just not gonna happen bro it doesn't work like that they won't even put you on the ballots and they will not let you debate what they do is they choose these people you know any any questions yep. on these crazy members <laughs> well, man no this just kind of reminds me too of uh yeah it's kind of reminds me too of like this um oh man like as this that's something i've always felt and kind of figured out was that the whole voting even though yeah. you got a choice but you don't have a choice you know what i'm yeah. saying it's all part of design they already pick who they want to pick so they're just like well here's what you get here's you know here's what we have and um yeah either way we're gonna get our way and there's nothing you can do about it or if not we're gonna we're gonna rig up the election and we're gonna get who we want to get in there and Anyways, like you said, you yeah. know, it reminds me of the whole like Satanist statue, right? The Baphomet. You got your left wing, you got your right yeah. wing. But who's yes. in the center of that? Yeah. You know, and Anyways, that's what is really happening. The brain that I'm talking mm -hmm. about that's controlling these people is 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 literally Satan, bro. It's the devil. Yep. Um, it really is. And um, 
We have another thing, a uh, connection between Skull and Bones and the Council of Foreign Relations. We got Winston Lord. Uh, remember I said the Lord family? He's a prominent member of Skull and Bones. He became the president of the Council on Foreign Relations. If you guys look what that uh, look that up and see, it's like a think tank. All these rich elite people get together and they make these decisions, New World Order type decisions that are affecting us. Mm -hmm. Huge agendas happening. So we have that. That's a Skull and Bones member, Okay. Um, oh yeah, I also think it kind of ties in too with the with the CDC, the WHO. Um, oh yeah, just all these top organizations, dude. It's basically they're playing just like a game of chess, dude. They got all their pawns on where they want them to be at. You know, yeah. It's just yeah, yeah. Anyway. And that's it. it's happening. It's unfolding for us a lot more than before because before we would only hear these little things. Uh, you know, like um. You would kind of hear things. Some of the pastors would bring it up once in a while, you know, back in the 80s. You'd be like, oh, this pastor's amazing. Mm -hmm. I can't believe he knows about the Council of Foreign Relations or I can't believe he knows about this. Like now the pastors at least are, are opening up a little more to to, to to take into conspiracies and, and Christianity a little bit. Yeah. But it's cool. It's nice when they're awake and they know what's up, man. But uh, yeah, it's 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 interesting. Um, But I also have a few more people like prominent members. Um, We have... Uh, well, I'll tell you, Alfonso Taft, he was a founding member of the order and was served as the Secretary of War under President Ruther B. Hayes, so he was a high up. William Howard Taft, the only man to ever serve as both President and Chief Justice of the United States Supreme Court. Henry Louis Stimson, partner in the Wall Street firm of Root and Stimson, Secretary of War under President Taft, you see that? Governor General of the Philippines, Secretary of State under President Herbert Hoover, and the Secretary of War under President Franklin D. Roosevelt and Harry S. Truman. All right, guys, that's a lot of positions. <laughs> Can you imagine having that type of stats or that type of um, resume? Imagine having that type of resume. So we also have Averell Harriman, investment banker with Brown and Brothers Harriman, director of Lend-Lease Program of U.S. State Department. And then you got a, as a U.S. ambassador of the Soviet Union, governor of New York, under Secretary of State of Asia, presidential secret envoy of Soviet leaders, Stalin. Uh, dude, all these things, these people are like way high up, bro. Robert Lovett is another guy, partner in Brown uh, Brothers Harriman, assistant secretary of war for air, deputy secretary of defense, secretary of defense in 1950, leading member of the New York Council on Foreign Relations. We got another guy that was up there. Um, we got Harold Stanley, he's also Skull and Bones, investment banker, founder of Morgan Stanley, the founder of Morgan Stanley, bro. Mm. Do you know what kind of money is going through there? We also have Robert A. Taft, which is, he's a Taft, right? He's part of that bloodline, that family. Uh, Robert A. Taft, United States Senator. Uh, President Bush, or Prescott Bush is another one. Prescott Bush is the father of George Bush Sr., he was an investment banker, partner in Brown Brothers Harriman, United States Senator from Connecticut. Connecticut is another place where all these uh, high schools were at that I just mentioned. All right. It's right in that little center right there, a little cesspool of Illuminati uh, secret societies. Right. So uh, we have Prescott Bush. So he is uh, I know a lot of people have heard about him. He helped crash the stock market, bro, and buy all that stuff low and then pfft, it goes and blows up and he makes tons of money. He up. did that. And so did the Catholic church, bro. And so did the Kennedys, bro. They did the same thing. They were involved in it as well. So think about that mm. type of stuff that they're doing. They crash the stock market. They buy it when it's yeah. all low. They know it's going to go back up and they blast it up. And the Catholic church, the Vatican, 
we're part of that too, dude. That's pretty crazy, man. But I'm not saying the Catholic Church, no offense to Catholics, but the Vatican was part of that as well. And That's the money, like another episode. We just covered yeah. like the Vatican. Oh, you did you just covered it? Oh no, no. We yeah, all we, should like yeah, we'll cover yeah, yeah. Oh, I've Beautiful, covered it before. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Yeah. You have to cover the Jesuits, you'd have to cover a lot of different stuff, and it would just it would turn into a really cool episode. Um, so I'm gonna go over George Herbert Walker Bush Sr., his resume, United States Congressman from 1964 to 1970, chairman of the Republican National Committee, United States Ambassador of the United Nations, first American diplomatic liaison of the People's Republic China, director of the Central Intelligence Agency. He was the director of the CIA, guys, vice president of the United States, and then he became president of the United States. That is the type of power these people are holding, okay? Really interesting. Um, I'll just go over a few more before we, uh, you know, before we switch to another secret society. John Thomas Daniels, Argo Industrialist, founder of Archer Daniels Midland. Look up that company. I, I'm sure it's big. Hugh Wilson, Foreign Service Officer, Counselor to Japan, U.S. Minister to Switzerland, Assistant Secretary of State, Ambassador of Germany, Special Assistant to the Secretary of State, Office of Strategic Services. All these different job titles that these people get, bro. All of them are all skull and bones. All this. Do you see what I mean? That's just a little list of that I got that I got just to go over that I thought were important for people to know about. That's a tiny list of people and what they look at all the yeah. stuff that they're doing. Can we get that kind of job, dude? Someone like me? Can I go and be like, be, you know, be a water treatment operator or water treatment specialist in the military, maybe a, a fueler and then bop, bump up to a, a you know, talking, becoming an assistant secretary of state or ambassador to Germany? That ain't going to happen, bro. You got to sell your soul and you got to pledge these oaths so that they know that you your, your mindset of having any type of integrity is already gone. Have you ever had a close encounter with the unknown? Have you stumbled upon a conspiracy that's just too strange to be true? Well, now's your chance to share it with the world. Our Cryptid and Conspiracy podcast is on the hunt for the most intriguing and unexplained stories. And we want to hear from you. Submit your tale by voice message or email and join us as we delve into the mysterious world of cryptids and conspiracies. So don't keep your story to yourself. Let's explore the unexplained together. Get in touch and let's make some noise. Links in the show notes. Get ready for some monster size entertainment with no pesky ads. Subscribe to our Cryptid and Conspiracies podcast for just a few coins a month. And listen to all the spooky tales of the unknown creatures and conspiracies in commercial-free bliss. Get your subscription now and join the hunt for the truth today. Link in the show notes. They're going to allow to control you and, and have you do what the devil wants them to have you do. I could I could just see it, man. Oh, 100%, man. They want to see mm -hmm. if you'll do absolutely everything. You know, yes. If you're basically, um, if you're and, like you said, you know, if you're sold out. Yeah, and 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 Skull and Bones have their own island as well. I'll, I'll, this is at the very bottom. I'm glad I didn't switch to uh, before I told you this. Skull and Bones have their own island. It's called Deer Island. Who else has an island? I don't know. Jeffrey Epstein had an island. <laughs> There's a little, there's uh, a little weird stuff. Whenever you have your own island, and and you are rich and elite, the stuff that's going on at that island. Are usually not uh, good nuances, you know, and 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 you know, yeah, it's rules it, are different. Yeah, 
you know what I mean? You, you, we don't know what's going on there. I couldn't tell you, but we also have uh, Henry Luce, which is the founder and publisher of Time and Life, Time, Life, Fortune, and Sports Illustrated. Okay, he's the founder of that. Um, <laughs> it's all right, don't worry. The mic fell, huh? That was me. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, so think about that. Think about that, guys. Okay, Henry Lucy. He's the founder and publisher of Time, Life, Fortune, and, and Sports Illustrated magazine, and he was the Skull and Bones member. Um, so what I want to tell you guys is not only is it the higher ups that are like um, that are like running the courts running the judicial, the executive and legislative branch of, of the United States. But we also have people that are in the media, dude, big media personalities that are stolen <laughs> bones members as well. And we obviously already know about the media, but Hey, back then they didn't know. They thought that there was all, everything they were telling them was true. You know, a lot of them. Um, the only thing that opened up people's eyes is when the Kennedy assassination happened. That's what opened up people's eyes for my dad's generation. The Kennedy assassination happened, and that was the first thing that happened where they were like, what is going on? But if they looked back and they looked at all the false flags that caused every single war to happen that we've ever been involved in, then they would know that they've been lying to you this whole time. Every war that we've ever been in has been a false flag, dude. Every yeah. single war. Every yeah. one. Let, let, hey, Josh, Josh, real quick, man. Let, let, let me ask yes, you sir. All right, so as a veteran um, – as you're learning all these things, that definitely had a like, all right, because me as being like law enforcement, ex-law enforcement, yeah, like just hearing all that stuff, but just realizing that like basically all these wars were all false flags getting to what they want, right? Basically yes. using the American people, you know, sacrificing soldiers, all this stuff. Like, dude, I couldn't imagine how you felt, man. Like when you figure that out. Oh, it's crazy, man. I, I, I feel, well, okay, so I was actually deployed when I figured a lot of this stuff out. And I and and my dad told me all about this stuff back when I was growing up. My dad told me, look, about the Federal Bank, about the Federal Reserve, about the Illuminati, but I didn't listen. My dad told me about the Book of Revelation, how the end times are coming and all that stuff. And when I was a kid, I wasn't listening. I was trying to party and hook up with women and uh, chase yeah. girls and do drugs and all this stuff. But at, I finally got to a point where, where I got saved, you know, and, and, and then God was like, okay, all that stuff that was told to you, bam, here it is. It's back. Now you need to work, bro. You need to stop mm -hmm. what you're doing. I'm not saying to, 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 he just, he just said, now it's time to get to, get to, you know, get to work, do pick up where your dad left off with you and start doing it. So that's, that's what happened with me. But, um, I did feel pretty, uh, I felt bad about the stuff that I was learning, but at the same time. I, 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 can, I already knew that they were there for resources. I could tell they were there for oil. I already knew about 9-11 when I joined because Alex Jones kind of started opening me up to that. And then I was like, boom, let me just – I dissected that. I dissected uh, the Sandy Hook shooting back yeah. then. I don't want, We're on YouTube maybe, so I don't want to talk about that. But I dissected that back in the day. So I kind of already going in kind of had that. But as I was deployed, one of my uh, old real estate boss, he sent me some information about – why we're in Afghanistan. It was yeah. the opium, first of all. Second of all, the opium for the pharmaceutical companies. Second of all, it's lithium. There was a giant vein of lithium, which lithium is for cell phone batteries and all that. You know, that's huge. Excuse me. But also what I found out, I, I, if you peel back the onion one more time, there's more to it. 
They weren't part of the international IMF, bro, International Monetary Fund, which is the Rothschilds. They weren't part of that, their banking system. Who else is not part of that? North Korea, Iran, um, the guy, oh man, I can't remember that one country that we went in, Libya. Remember we Libya. went in there to Gaddafi and we took that fool out? They mm. were not part of it as well. Uh, yeah. Iraq was not part of it. Uh, Syria? Syria is not part of it either. So yeah. we have these ones that are, what do we do? So what it is, is this guys, <laughs> as I'll get into, I'll get into the, the other secret societies in one second. I don't want to get off this, this subject because we have the Vatican who is like the religious sect. And then we have mm. the, the bank of England or England, uh, uh, the city of London. That's what it's called. That is also yeah. its own city. Uh, it, it's like its own country. Uh, the Vatican City is its own country. Washington, D.C. is its own country. Okay? You might think it's not, but look into it. That that little Washington, D.C. is not part of the United States. It's different. Uh, just like the the that um the one in England, the city of London, that is also not part of London. It's different. Okay? It's, mm. it's like a banking. That's all a banking row. It's like a mile long of just all banking. That's where all the Rothschilds and all the banking stuff is happening. So that's the money right there, right? We got the crown estate. The crown estate, the the uh, the Queen of England, she owned a cr the crown estate, uh, and it's uh, six billion acres of land, and it's worth thirty trillion dollars. But the crown estate is not the Queen's; it's the crown estate is all these banks and everything. Okay, that's their stuff. Okay, but still, think about that: six billion acres of land. Now we have the Vatican; they're they're controlling the religious sect, a lot of money. But Washington, D.C., we are the military branch for these people. So what happens? You guys don't want to be with our our monetary fund uh, with the city of, of London? You don't want to be with us? Then we're going to send the American troops in there to make you do it. And that's what yeah. we did. Afghanistan. So all of our enemies right now are not our enemies because of terrorism. And they're not our enemies because we don't like them or that they're killing little babies. They're lying about all that stuff, bro. Yep. We're there to change them into the monetary IMF. They want them to be part of this banking system, bro. And they want them to go with the world, the new world order system. And these people that we think are our enemies and that are enemies to God, some of them are not enemies just because they're enemies of the United States does not mean they're enemies of God, like Russia, for example. So that's what we get it twisted. We think that America is the heroes. We are no. the ones backing Israel. No. We are the great people. We're the ones that are saving all these people. And we're the, but what's really happening is People like me, people like yourself, law enforcement's the same. You're serving, bro. You're serving. Uh, we they have people like us go in, bro, and handle business. And then what happens, bro? We're handling business for, I mean, terrible stuff, bro. And mm -hmm. we're getting into these wars because of people like I'm about to mention these secret society people that are sold out because the devil wants to make it so that. You know, he's involved in all this stuff. I think he's handling the major agendas, and I think he has his fallen angels and demons handle the, the other minute stuff. Mm -hmm. Make you watch porn. Not make you, but, you know, hit you with this or make yeah. you do drugs or try to tempt you with this little stuff or try to stop your Bible study or try to stop this from happening. You know, the demons could do all that, but the devil is involved in this type of stuff, this big stuff, bro. I think that's what's happening, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, thanks. You stuff. opened me up to that one. I had to... <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, yeah, man. Yeah, I had to ask, man. <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> there's. Uh, you want you want to go in, uh, at, at all, bro? I don't, I don't want to. Did, did you have any questions on it? 
the host. He, I'm sorry, Drew. I know there's Drew. Yeah, can do you have any questions at all? Anything? Sorry. I did want to bring up though, like um, just speaking of war and everything, and there's always bloodshed in that. And it just made me think, like that's exactly uh, who Satan. I forgot the difference, uh, Satan and Lucifer, but um, or maybe maybe the devil. But it, any deal you make with him or it, uh, it's going to be paid in blood. And I mean, you see a whole lot of that in the rap, like in in the uh, secular rapping industry. I mean, they don't even hide it. Um, oh, I know, bro. And even when it comes to like voting. Uh, all the stuff they have to do with these secret societies and stuff. Cause I noticed too, like a while back with the electoral college and like, once it goes there, then they get to choose. I'm like, well, then why am I voting? <laughs> I don't know. Some people, they don't even think about this stuff. Um, and, and it, it just uh, stinks because unfortunately it's a lot of those you love, but um, it's just so wild. It's so evident and, and, and obvious um, man, so much blood. And it just sucks. Cause it's just around, something that you never truly really own, which is money. I mean, it's yes. And it's weird because um, I don't know if it's, I mean, more likely it's probably a jab at God because it says in God, we trust on it. Mm. And yet that can be the hardest thing to give for so many people. Yeah. It's that's, that's, that's their God. They trust, you know, and that's, that's, that's Lucifer. So, or the devil, whoever you want to put it, Lucifer is what they would call him because they're like, like he's the angel of the light, you know? But um, so, yeah, so I'll go over the five uh, secret societies that are like the Yale fraternities. So uh, that are all comparable to the skull and bones. So we have the scroll and key. That's one of the secret societies. It was founded in 1842 at Yale University. Um, it's 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 interesting, man, because um, the next one I'm going to go over. But if you guys want to dig into that, the scroll and key, look into that. OK, you guess we'll see some of these secret societies. I'm not going to be able to go over their members because, like I said, they don't they don't they won't tell you. But uh, the next secret society that's in Yale is the Wolf's Head. Okay, Wolf's Head Secret Society. Uh, so class of 1884 is, is when this was. But guess who helped start the, uh, the Wolf Society? It was Prescott Bush's grandfather. He was actually involved mm. in starting the Wolf Society. So I think that's kind of interesting that you have Prescott Bush's great-grandfather. I'm sorry. Prescott Bush's regular grandfather was actually a pastor, dude. He was a preacher. So he probably didn't want to get involved in this. So I thought that was kind of interesting. So, but, um, so his great grandfather was actually a founding member of the Wolf's Head Society. So you guys can look into that. Um, the Wolf's Head is a secret society at Yale. Um, and Yale is located in New Haven, Connecticut. Okay. So we got Connecticut, uh, Sandy Hook. Connecticut, right? Just letting you guys know. But anyway, so we have uh, <laughs> we have that whole area, like I said, bro. That's up there. That's all these these different colleges and high schools that are all involved in all this craziness. Um, his his name, uh, George Bush's great grand great great grandfather is James Smith Bush. He was an American uh, attorney. Uh, they said he he was a uh, Ancestor, uh, let me see. He was a father of business magazine Samuel Prescott Bush, or business magnate. Sorry. So even back then, bro, these people were, were they had money, dude. Like a lot of money. Like they they are, they had they already had it way back then. The Bush family, and we don't know that, dude. We just think they got into oil and all this stuff. But these families, bro, have already been involved in these in these secret societies way even back in the 1880s or whatever. So it's crazy. And uh, and it, you also will notice that we have Jeb Bush was another is another one that he um he was also a governor 
during the time that George Bush was going against Al Gore, right? Mm -hmm. So he's the governor of Florida, and Florida happens to have the recount. There was people rioting for this, bro, that they were fighting to get this recount done. And it also happened right there to Jeb Bush. He's the governor. Uh, They want to make sure that George Bush becomes president because you know that good old Al Gore ain't going to pull off 9-11. That dude was, you know, he was softy, bro. They were like, we need to get Dick Cheney in and we need to get George Bush in because when 9-11 is going to happen, you know that Dick Cheney is going to take over and just and, and be solid, right? But, you know, Al Gore, you know, we, we got to make sure that election is flipped. Hurry up, flip it. And it flipped. So I thought that was kind of interesting, man. So we have that. Uh, and then uh, and there's also one called the Brazilith uh, Society. And that one, you're not going to find zilch on, bro. I don't know who was involved in that one, bro, but it must be some pretty prominent members because I can't get anything on that one. So if you guys want to look into those secret societies in Yale, feel free to do that. You'll be able to see like some of them do have alumni. You can kind of just Google the name and it'll pop up on Wikipedia and there's a notable alumni is where you want to click and you'll see these different names. It's crazy. Um, So now we're going to go to Harvard University. Harvard University has the pig club, pig club or the porcelain club. That's the names, popular members that were in the pig club. Theodore Roosevelt, 26th president of the United States. Richard Whitney, president of the New York Stock Exchange. That's two big names. I don't even need to go any further than that. You got the president, Theodore Roosevelt, uh, and you got Richard Whitney, who's the president of the New York Stock Exchange. That's crazy. This is called the Pig Club or Porcelain Club. You guys can look into that if you want. I like to tell your audience, man, research this stuff. It you will be, it'll make your head explode. It's like researching the black nobility. It's really, it's really, you'll just keep going and going and going, and just your, your mind's gonna go, holy crap. It's interesting. But um, so we have that. That's the that's the Harvard. And we also at Harvard we have the Fly Club. Um, they they have the Fly Club. What had uh, President Franklin D. Roosevelt, not Theodore Roosevelt, but Franklin D. Roosevelt, and also Jared Kushner is a member. Jared Kushner, if you guys look into that, that's going to be Donald Trump's uh, son-in-law, Jared Kushner, the one that seemed like he was going to start the third temple, Jared Kushner, that one. He was Mm. part of the Fly Club at Harvard University. No, Donald Trump is good, dude. He's He's the white hat. He's the good one. He's the good guy. There ain't nobody like that. Yeah. Jared Kushner, his son-in-law was part of that. Jared Kushner, Jewish. Jared Kushner, the one that bought 666 Main Street in New York for $4 billion and put everything they could to get that building. The place that they were actually trying to get the Mark of the Bees uh, made. There was actually a, a one that was renting that place out. That Jared Kushner, the one that went to, the one that they said was maybe the new Messiah. Jared Kushner, that one. Okay, guys, that one, bro. Thought it was interesting. Um, we have Franklin Delano Roosevelt, 32nd President of the United States. Theodore Roosevelt, 26th President of the United States. Oliver Wendell Holmes Jr., Supreme Court Justice. Jay Rockefeller, U.S. Senator from West Virginia. James Roosevelt, son of Franklin D. Roosevelt. He's a U.S. Congressman. Devell Patrick, 71st Governor of Massachusetts. William Weld, 68th Governor of Massachusetts. Tony Lake. President Bill Clinton's National Security Advisor. He is part of the Fly Club. Uh, also, like I said, Jared Kushner, who was the senior White House advisor, head of the White House Office of American Innovation, 
Also, you know, he's a real estate Mongol, bro. So interesting, dude. Uh, a couple more I'll go over before we get into the next one. Joseph Clark uh, grew career diplomat, U.S. ambassador to Japan, oversaw the development of United States Foreign Services. Charles Francis Adams III, skipper of America's Cup defender, inductee to the America's Cup Hall of Fame and secretary of the Navy. So that is uh, all in that uh, oh, there's also one more I gotta gotta say is David Rockefeller. Okay, all these names are going to be familiar to you. Most of the last names is the Rockefellers. These are all part of the bloodline of the Illuminati from um, Fritz Springmeier. Okay, big names, right? So, well, and, well, when you mean what's that? Yeah, the Rockefellers. I mean, yeah, whenever you mentioned the Rockefellers, made me think. Um, like he he funded basically like like funded the uh, the public schools. He funded the schools, the, the the Rockefellers. Uh, he he actually funded. They also funded the um the medical school books. They made it. They turned it into more of like a petroleum based uh medicine. Uh, they've done a lot of stuff. They're all involved in the oil industry. Um, the Rockefellers and it's it's interesting, man. They've done a lot of stuff, and um, you know, you see them part of these secret societies as well. When you have a Rockefeller as part of these six desires, any of them, it's it's you know, obviously it's uh it's pretty crazy that that they're probably deep, you know. Um, another one, guys. Now everybody thinks John F. Kennedy is always like, you know, he was a president, and uh, you know, he did do some stuff that I think was amazing. My dad actually really liked him as president, uh, and when he got assassinated, I think it's terrible. Uh, but he was also a member of a of a secret society in uh in, in the at Yale. Uh, and it was called the Spee Club at Harvard. Uh, also, Robert F. Kennedy was part of that, uh, the Spee Club at Harvard. Um, so he was part of a secret society, John F. Kennedy, guys. All right. So I know people try to say, no, he's a good guy. He's this. Yeah. Same thing they said about Donald Trump. Um, so we also have Robert F. Kennedy. Uh, he was the senator of New York. He was part of the Spee Club. Joshua Kushner. Oh, that's uh, Jared Kushner's brother. He was part of the speed club, ah. uh, American businessman and investor. Okay, so it gets it's crazy. We got carrot, uh, carrot, Kermit, carrot top, no, <laughs> Kermit. I know carrot top. No way, bro. He's not. Just kidding. We got He's Kermit back. Roosevelt Jr. Uh, Kermit Roosevelt Jr. One of the Roosevelts is also part of the speed club. Philip Roosevelt and Tweed Roosevelt, all of them. One of them is a CIA officer, grandson of U.S. President Theodore Roosevelt. We have Philip Roosevelt, World War One captain and banker, and then we got Tweed Roosevelt, American businessman. Okay, there is a secret society at Harvard that is one that I cannot find a lot of information on. If you guys want to try to look it up, they're called the Ancient Nine. That one is very hard for me to look up. Uh, if you guys want to hit me up on Instagram, if you guys find any information on the ancient nine, uh, it's supposedly a secret society within the secrets within the secret societies. If you guys have any information on that, send it to me at Josh Monday underscore podcast, because I'm trying to find out about that one. But, um, there's also another secret society. It's called the Delphic club. And, oh man, this one right here has Mr. Jack lemon, Jack lemon. I told you guys went to that high school. So it's got, yep. there's a connection there. Uh, Matt Damon. Oh man. I thought he was squeaky clean. Nope. He was part of the Delphic club as well. American actor, screenwriter, and film producer, JP Morgan, Jr. He's a uh, American banker, finance executive, philanthropist. We got Aga Khan. What the heck? This guy is the 49th and current, uh, Emim of Nizan Islamism. Interesting. Uh, we got, uh, Michael D 
Carvalho, British financier, former Olympic skier, uh, former child actor such as the Brave One, Tin Star. So we got actors in here. Uh, Jack Lemon, he's an actor as well. We got Matt Damon, he's an actor as well. Like I told you guys, man, they're chosen. They are chosen. Uh, those the actors are chosen as well. Um, so we have that. So, all right. So that's all the ones that are at Harvard that I'd like to go over for you guys. Uh, once again, if you guys want to look up the ancient nine, really interesting. And the one I just went over was the Delphic club. If you guys want to search that, um, I have some more stuff. Uh, any questions on Harvard or any of the stuff I went over? No, the, the, but the one you talked about, like the ancient nine, I'm going to yeah. try to do some deep research on that because if there's a, society in the society so that's man that's okay that one sounds yeah bro that, that's me that. too and, I, and i'm i'm glad i did this podcast because now i'm going to start digging too because i forgot about the ancient nine until i just went over it right now so perfect uh if you guys want to go to columbia university we have order of the axe and coffin that's another one that's a little hard to find stuff on uh, uh if you guys find any information on that hit me up uh, we also have Dartmouth University. It has 10 secret societies, 10 of them. Um, we have uh, the 10 secret societies that are considered to be secret are called Osiris, okay, uh, Phenergian, uh, Pyxis, the Phoenix, Order of the Sirens, Griffin, Dragon. You know, what's the dragon? Dragon is Satan, bro. Dragon is the Antichrist, okay? Come on, guys. Um, fire and skull, um, Abrisis and the Sphinx all, you know, if you kind of notice that's mostly like, you know, Osiris. I mean, dude, if you're in a secret society called Osiris and you're a Christian, bro, you're going to, what are you going to think? You're going to be like, ah, I shouldn't be in this one, you know? So, uh, <laughs> like got me again. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, the Sphinx was founded in 1885. It's the oldest of 14, uh, secret societies that are at Dartmouth university dragon society. Um, I can't find a lot of members on some of these, but I did find some on the dragons, despite the secret society that surrounds society, Dartmouth board of trustee websites list, uh, Jeff Imlet, the CEO of general electric. So that's a big, that's a big name right there, man. CEO, uh, Paul Kimbrew, uh, uh, Diggers Donahue, member of the Dragon. I don't really know who that gentleman is, but you know, there's just I don't, you don't get a whole bunch of rich information on a lot of these, bro. But I still like to go over them because it gives you guys a, a somewhere for you guys could, to kind of go over. The other ones are the Cobra Society, Phoenix Society, and Fire and Skull Society. If you guys want to look into that, but those are all the secret societies at Dartmouth University, which is another ivy league uh school another one we have is princeton okay princeton's a, another school that everybody knows is like an ivy league school and uh we have the ivy club <clears throat> members of the ivy club include woodrow wilson united States president from 1913 to 1921 uh lawrence rockefeller capitalist philanthropist and environmentalist uh bill ford Ford Motor Company. He owned Ford Motor Company. He's the one that started our, our was a CEO of Ford Motor Company in 1979. Richard B. Fisher. Uh, he's actually a philanthropist and the chairman of Morgan Stanley. Moria Forbes, president and publisher of Forbes Magazine. She's a what, part of the Forbes uh, family. James A. Baker, chief of staff, Ronald Rakard, secretary of treasury and secretary of state for George Bush. Okay, so we have that. Uh, another one is the Cottage Club, if you guys want to look into that. Uh, Penn State is another school that has the skull and bones as well. 
So look into that. So there's two Skull and Bones, one at Penn State, one at Yale, if you guys want to check that out. There's another school called the Westian. If you guys want to look into these secret societies, we got the Skull and Serpent and the Mystical Seven. That's probably one that would probably you know be one that you guys want to check out too. It's really interesting. Step into the unknown with our exclusive collection of cryptid warfare apparel. From epic tees, stellar hoodies, drinkware, hats, and more. Picture this. You're decked out in our hoodie, hat, and taking notes in our exclusive field journal. Ready to expose the truths hidden in plain sight. So whether you're battling unseen forces, chasing mythical creatures, or connecting the dots in the grand conspiracy, we've got the gear to amplify your style. Gear up, gear in, and get ready to embark on the journey of a lifetime. Because the truth is out there, and you need the right tools to equip yourself with. If you're looking for one-of-a-kind art that is sure to make you stand out from the crowd, then look no further than Drew's Tags. Drewski has created a world of custom art that will take you on a wild ride through sports, space, travel, military, cryptids, and beyond. Whether you're a fan of Bigfoot, a reptilian, conspiracy theorist, or just someone who appreciates a good pun, Drewski has something for everyone. So why settle for a boring old print when you can have a custom creation that is as unique as you are? Reach out to Drewski today and get started on your one-of-a-kind masterpiece. Check out his Instagram link in the show notes. Now let's get into the meat and potatoes, bro. One of the one of the cool ones. This one is called, it's at Oxford, okay? Uh, Oxford University in England. Uh, it's called the, called, the, called the Gridiron Club. Um, <clears throat> let me just look up something real quick. Uh, there's a Gridiron Club at Georgia University, and there's one at Oxford University in England. The one that's in Gridiron Club in uh, Georgia, every single senator, bro, and governor from like 1930 on have all been part of the Gridiron Club in Georgia University. I think that that is really interesting. There's no denying that that is not crazy. Um, Jimmy Carter was also part of that. I'm just going to go over this Gridiron Club, then I'll go back to the Oxford one. Jimmy Carter. Um, we got uh, Roy Byrne, Barnes, a lot of different names, bro. That are, uh, Brian Kemp. Brian Kemp is the one that's the governor of Georgia right now. Um, but if, if you look into these, it's really interesting. The main thing I thought was interesting was the fact that the, that they said that the that every single governor and se- senator has been part of the Gridiron Club from 1930 on. So you can't really go back on that. It, I think that's insane, but. Um, so we're going to go down real quick to Oxford University, the Gridiron Club. So the club was founded in 1884 with other beefsteak clubs, it says, 18 and 19 centuries. Um, <clears throat> so their sign is the Golden Cross. If you look into the Golden Cross, that it gets interesting. Notable members are like John Lee Keir, Alexander VII, Marquise Bath, Lord Michael Pratt, David uh, Cameron, uh, a lot of these people, like if, if you look into them, they're they're like uh, more like black nobility in England and stuff. Oxford University is in England, you know, so it's some some of the people were probably not going to be able to uh, to know. Um, but uh, yeah, it's 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 interesting that the one that I really thought was was cool is um, the secret society at the Pit Club. 
Uh, it was founded in 19 or 1835. This one actually has college secret society filled with black nobility and Europe's elite. Um, some of the people that were involved in the pit club are King Edward the fourth, uh, United States kingdom, Great Britain and Ireland, uh, Prince Albert Victor, Duke of Clarence and Avondale, uh, print our King George the fourth, the United, he was the United Kingdom and, uh, Great Britain of Ireland. Um, Prince Frederick Dulip sign. Uh, you got, uh, Bertram Brooke. He's a heir apparent of the Raja Sarawak, which I know we probably don't understand, but, uh, Prince Charles <laughs> the third or yep. King Charles the third. Now he was also part of the secret society. So look this one up, dude. It's called the pit club, the university pit club. Uh, that, that one, dude, there's a lot of black nobility and European elites. There's a lot more people on the list, but it might be a lot of people we might not really know. Um, like Matthew Dignity, he's the architect, art historian, and secretary of the Great Exhibition. Um, so if you kind of go over these names, but dude, think about this. Prince Charles or King Charles was actually went to this college and he was part of this secret society. Uh, King George IV was also part of this secret society. There's princes. Uh, King Edward, there's all these different people that are part of this secret society. Also, you have um, people from different countries like Frederick Dulip Sai. That guy, if you look him up, he's he's not from uh, England. You know, he's from a different country. Um, so you have all these elites going to this school, the pit club, and joining this secret society. And if you look at like King Charles, um, they have a uh, they have a secret society that they they run. Um, I have it in my notes. <laughs> I'd have to look it up. I don't really want to. I have it in my notes about them, um, but it's it's like uh, this secret society that they run actually has all the elite kings and queens involved in it, and even emperors. Um, mm. I'd have to look that up. But I'll, I'll, let me just keep going so I, I don't get off course. But um, yeah, if, if you guys want to look into the pit club, there's a lot of interesting stuff on that. There's a whole list of actors, uh, journalists, authors, cler uh, clergy as well for the, the Church of England, clergymen that are involved in the pit club. I think that's some stuff that we need to understand as Christians for sure. Um, there's also presidents of the university. There's a, a lot of that uh, prominent uh, involved in these secret societies. They're like the president of Harvard ends up coming from, you know, the speed club, uh, you know, stuff like that, like connections like that. It's interesting. And uh, another one that I think is interesting. Uh, I'd like to, I always like to go over is the friars. Okay. They're from the university of Pennsylvania. Friars. The university of Pennsylvania is another one that is part of the Ivy league schools. And uh, who, who went, was in that? Well, our 46 president, uh, 46th president of the United States and 47th vice president of the United States, Joe Biden. He was actually part of the, um, the friars. So he's part of a secret society, even him, uh, Brian L Roberts, billionaire chairman, CEO of Comcast, the CEO of Comcast cable. He's, he's the one that controls probably what, what you could, you know, what you could put on cable. I'm not saying all you could put on cable, but he's a CEO of Comcast. He could take something away, puts, he has so many connections, right? So there's a guy like that. Andrea Mitchell, American journalist, uh, anchor, reporter, chief foreign affairs correspondent for NBC News, Elizabeth Banks, award-winning actress, director, producer, famous for her role in the Hunger Games movie franchise. 
Uh, Vanessa Bayer, American actress, comedian, best known for a cast member on Saturday Night Live. Harold Ford Jr., United States Congressman from Tennessee. Ed Rendell, 45th Governor of Pennsylvania. Um, Michael Nutter, 98th Mayor of the City of Philadelphia. David Montgomery, owner and CEO of the Philadelphia Phillies. He was part of the Friars. So you see what's going on here, dude? There's, 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 a, there's sports people. There's uh, media. There's uh, you know people that are involved in government and all this stuff, all part of the Friars. So when you want to get a job or you want to get hooked up with you – know, you just call up Jack McClowski or I'm going to call up Brent Novitsky. This guy was part of the Friars. He'll help me out, whatever, man. It's just it's crazy, dude. The the system they have, but um, I'll just go over a few more. Jim Finn, he's a former American football player. He was part of the Friars. Uh, Fran Duffy, former Penn, and now Temple uh, head basketball coach. Um, so you're gonna see a lot of that. Uh, Martin Mearson, he's the former president of the University of Pennsylvania. So he was the president of the of the of the Pennsylvania University, and he was part of the Friars. So you're in a secret society. Now you get pushed up all the way to the president of the university. And uh, also Claire Fagan, former president of the United States. So we have that. So, yeah, man, I just think that it just it's, it's really interesting. But what we have to do is um, when you're going to be – when you're going to have like somebody enter your home, like somebody that's like, you know, like a, a thief, you want to know what they're how – they, how they operate – and 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 they you need to know their weapons. You need to know exactly what they're going to do, what their tactics are, and their yeah. technique. And this is just what I try to do with this podcast: is show you guys, uh, get you guys a glimpse into the power structure of how I think that they take these elite people, put them into government, and also wake you up to that. You know, as Christians, we need to wake up to this too. You know, we we need to wake up because uh, Ephesians six uh, twelve. It talks about we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but principalities of evil, right? Mm -hmm. Well, if you go to the uh, Geneva Bible, um, it actually says uh, something that's that's. It talks about worldly governors, bro. Worldly governors. It's mm -hmm. not just talking about. Um, uh, it's not just talking about uh, the principalities of evil. It's not just talking about spiritual principalities. It's talking about worldly governors. So we need to realize that our enemy is not just, you know, wrestling not against flesh and blood, but principalities of evil, but worldly governors that says that, dude, look it up. The reason why it says that is because we're not just wrestling against spiritual powers, a host of wickedness. We're also wrestling against the government, the people that are in government, because those are the ones that are evil. And the King James actually, King James, the one that wrote the King James dude, Bible. I, I'm looking at it right here. You see it? Yeah, dude, for not wrestling Hold against flesh and blood and against principalities and against powers and against worldly governors and the princes Dang. of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness. Yeah, wow, which are in high places. So think about that. That That's the type of stuff that we're dealing with that we don't get to, to read the Geneva Bible. We're reading the King James. The King James is talking about, oh, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but principalities. All we're thinking about is the spiritual aspect of it. But there's spiritual aspects that are controlling our government, uh, you know, the devil, the too, fallen yeah. angels. You know, if you look at when you uh, the book of Daniel, when, uh, you know, Daniel was praying, it took 21 days for his prayer to get answered. What was happening? Well, there's a war going on. It could have been Gabriel. I don't, I'm not sure. It's a messenger of no, God. It was, uh, it was a messenger, but then he had to call Michael 
title yes. from the fight against so the Prince of Persia. It didn't say Gabriel, but it said Messenger of God, and that's what Gabriel means, Messenger of God. But yeah. think about this. So they're fighting. Um, they're actually fighting where the moon, sun, and the stars are located. That's where they're fighting. Then there's the firmament. Then there's God's throne. So what happens is they're fighting there. It takes three weeks for his prayer to get answered. Why? Because he's fighting the Prince of Persia. What mm. does that mean? That means there's fallen angels that are actually over these governments and that they're they're in different sects. There's like um, you know, they're they're over these different areas, over different dominions. You see the dominions, exactly, bro. So this is what we're fighting against. So when I'm going over this type of stuff, you guys gotta understand that I'm not going over this so that you dig deep into these rabbit holes and just keep uncovering all this conspiracy stuff. What I would like you to do is can uncover the conspiracy stuff, but then relate it to the Bible and what we're yep, going to get and know that this is important as Christians to know, because then you don't get sold on Donald Trump being the, the savior, or you don't get sold on Joe Biden being your savior and you don't get sold on man. We let God be truth and every man a liar, no matter what, dude. And you don't get sold on science either, because a lot of these people are Nobel prize winners. A lot of these people that were in Oxford university, those people are all in their, their, Gridiron Club, and these people are winning the Nobel Prize, and these people are, are leading the science community and leading our youth into atheism and not believing in God, dude. So mm -hmm. that's really, really a bunch of evil brewing around us. It's always it's a big sigh out, model and everything we do. And we need right now, we need to hold close as we can to God and don't let go because if you do. You know, like like Peter, when he was walking on water, he was looking at Jesus with faith. And as soon as he took his eye off Jesus, he fell in the water. That's mm -hmm. what happens to us all the time. And we, we keep our eye on Jesus, then we fall in the water. Keep our eye on Jesus, then fall in the water. So my message to you guys is to just like uh, they're going to tell you is is to make sure that you just keep your, your, you know, keep your head in the Bible, man. Keep your head in the word. This These are definitely the, the end times. Um, I can see that a lot of these uh, other religious sects popped up, you know, during this time as well, like uh, the Jehovah's Witnesses and stuff like that, man. So we need to understand that, um, uh, you know, also Ellen White, Bovalsky, all these different uh, religious sects. Uh, Ellen White, uh, you know, she's the um, I can't remember what hers was, but a lot of these different ideas started coming forth. Uh, we, were, we were actually founded America in uh, July 4th, 1776 or whatever. You know, that's independent, right? But also the Illuminati started, the Bulgarian Illuminati started May 1st, 1776. Three years before that, the Jesuits were disbanded and, and weren't allowed to, 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 to practice anymore. And then boom, 1776, the Illuminati started. So what do you think that was? Bro, that's the Jesuits starting that, bro. Right. So we have a lot of different stuff happening. Now, <clears throat> if you want to get into some of this stuff deeper, you guys have had Gary Wayne on. He can kind of go over this stuff pretty deep, too. Um, but you'll find out that every single precedent was related besides one. They're all through these bloodlines of, of kings, princes. Now, is this a Nephilim bloodline or is this? I don't know. I don't get that deep yet. I don't know. But yeah, a lot of Rothschilds, Rothschilds say that they go back to Nimrod. Right, they say that their line goes back to Nimrod. Nimrod, they said, was in the book of Jasher that he was like he became a giant, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so that could be some Nephilim bloodline there. It could be why they don't care about people whatsoever, and they have that demonic whatever, uh, however they they work, you know. So um, that's my show in a nutshell, man. Any questions before we uh, wrap up? 
No, man, that was very good, interesting, and very good. And I'm glad, um, dude, I'm glad you came on. And what's yeah, funny man. is that you said Gary Wayne. We're going to be having him in March. We're having him come on in March. So talk about his second book. And we'll definitely tap into that, too, in the bloodlines for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he does an amazing job at the bloodlines. And um, just so you guys know, you know, before we, we end, we have we have like a world uh, – there's like a world – king you know at the very top of this pyramid you could call it but he he said it's like a tree but bro you can look into the black nobility you can look into uh the orsini family the colonna family you can look into all these different families and it just gets really interesting trilateral commission the council of foreign relations um the bildenberg group which is all you know just you, you could keep digging and digging and digging and digging and it just is crazy you just learn what these people are what's behind them but what I went over tonight is just about the secret societies of high school and college. So this is just one little sector. So um, I appreciate you guys having mm -hmm. me on. <clears throat> I'll definitely come on to your guys' show again, man. And I'll, I'll go over some cosmology of what's in the earth, um, you know, because we already went what's yeah. above. Now let's yeah. talk about what's in the earth the, biblically. And uh, let's talk about that next time, man. And maybe we could do that. Oh, for sure, man. Awesome. Yes, this is good stuff. Dude, Josh, bro, thank, thanks for coming on, man. It's always a pleasure having you on, dude. Thank you. Always, thank man. you for having me. I'll come on anytime, bro. I love I love to hop on shows and, and have a good time with, especially uh, Christian brothers like yourselves. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah, we'll definitely uh, definitely try to, yeah, we'll uh, definitely try to squeeze you in in, uh, in March. And um, yeah, we'll definitely go over that, what you just talked about. about okay. What's in the earth for sure. So let's do it. And, uh, once again, thank you for having me, bro. I love you too, man. You guys are doing great things. And uh, for for your audience, please go to Apple and leave these guys five-star review. If uh, if they're on uh, YouTube, subscribe, leave comments. Uh, if you go to uh, Spotify, give these guys a five-star review. Uh, this is It's hard, man, when you're a podcast host. I'm a host of a podcast as well, Josh Monday Christian and Conspiracy Podcast. I'm telling you guys, it's not easy, but we keep going because God wants us to do this, you know? So, uh, yeah, if you guys could do that for these guys, that'd be amazing. Hey, man, man, appreciate it. Hey, uh, just for just for our listeners and our audience, where could people find you at, man? Okay, so um, YouTube is Josh Monday Music and Podcast because I do have some some music that's still up. Um, and uh, if you look up me up on any like audio, it's going to be Josh Monday Christian and Conspiracy Podcast. If you look me up for music, it's Josh Monday on Spotify and all that other stuff. And if you look me up on Instagram, it's Josh Monday underscore Podcast. Right on, guys! You heard it from the legend Josh Monday. Doggy, <laughs> hey, thank you, you bro. Anything, you know, and um, and yeah, I could put all that in the show notes just so uh, to make it a little bit easier for you to access. Uh, reach out to Josh, but yeah, show him some love as well. Give him twenty star reviews, even though you can only give five. Yes, you guys can do this. Support us, um, so then we can get the word out more and share this with your friends. Share what we have to say, and then also definitely what he has to say as well, because <laughs> he has a lot of a lot more episodes. But but it's, <laughs> but it's not about like like the big numbers, but it's about getting the word out. Amen. Amen. Amen to that. Hey guys, just like we said, just remember too, though, you know, um, just everything that Josh talked about it, guys, bust out your Bible, go through it, you know, do your research and, you know, don't take it at face value, guys. Just take like 15 minutes to half an hour, guys, you know, just to do your research, man, and just grow little by little by little by little and keep your head in that word of God, the word of Jesus Christ, guys. 
That's the main thing. That's our only light source. That's our lighthouse, guys, during this time of tribulation and also freaking deception, guys. It's a whole lot of deception out there from what Satan's throwing at us to our music, to the to the TV, to the news. I call that fear porn. <laughs> but, you know, to all this, you know, deceptive things, guys, that's the main thing is being plugged into the church, being plugged in your Bible and having a relationship with Jesus, guys. You do that, can't go wrong. So, anyways, Josh, love you, dog. Love um, you too, bro. Yeah, yeah hit me man. up anytime, man. And like I said, we'll do something in March. And uh, same thing, man. We'll do it at 9 o'clock if that's okay with you guys. Okay. And if, unless you're early birds, I could do it at 5 in the morning. I don't even care. It's all good, man. Same time, same bad station, dude. We're good. Let's do it. All right. Thank you. I love you guys both, man. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm going to pray for you guys tonight. And thanks you for the prayer beforehand, dude. I love that. Yeah, man, for sure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. God bless both of you. Thank you. Hit me up anytime, bro. Anytime like you guys do, okay? All right, Chief. Awesome. Lord, brother. See you. All right, brother. Cool. Hey, guys. Like I said, you know, I just want to say thanks, guys, for stopping by and listening. Guys, Josh is a wealth of knowledge. Um, we're definitely going to have him on for sure. But, yeah, guys, but like like he said, you know, like you said, you know, just, you know, just go out and just do your research, you know. You got any questions, hit him up. Zook's going to put it in the show notes. You got any questions for us, you know, hit us up too, guys. We're an open book. And not only that, guys, if you got any, like, prayer requests, you know, you know, just Hit us up too. You know, you can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on YouTube. You know, Zook and I will be glad, you know, just to pray for you guys. So, um, other than that, um, if you guys want to hit us up, you know, you got a story or anything you guys want to chat up, you can find us on Instagram. You can uh, write us an email. It's at cryptidwarfare at gmail.com. And uh, also, like our website too, cryptidwarfare.com. And uh, Z, he is the mastermind behind all this. I just want to give him a shout out. OZ baby, he is the editor, he is the guru. So I'm just a guy who just talks to people. That's about it. So Zook's the main dude who does it, who does all this magic stuff behind behind the podcast, editing it, you know, going on hours like picking stuff out, you know, just you know, writing all the title reviews. So Zook, I'm giving you a shout out, dog. I appreciate you, man. Man, thanks. And, man. Yeah, that's why I make a great team, man. You're on the front and, end, I'm on the back end. So, but I mean, we get a lot of crap done. Yes. And we're going on that hunt camping trip yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, the hunt tonight. So, whenever this is published, we would have already been back from it. And uh, well, hopefully, we'll be back from it. So, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, we got some, uh, we got us a certain cryptid we're going to go hunt. So, yep. Anyways, pray for us that we're safe. <laughs> Yeah. so but yeah like you said you know we're gonna you got you guys are gonna be uh hearing this by the time we come back so uh. <laughs> remember if we come but all right guys uh yeah have a good night morning evening whenever you listen to this yeah we're wherever you guys are you. guys you know just uh, like i said you know just be blessed and um yeah thanks a lot guys for tuning in this is our last episode for 2023. Yeah. We'll you guys next year. I like that melody right there. That's real catch, man. All right. Yeah. One time. Hey, call me D, man. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. I come with a fee. Don't think that I'm free. I already know that Sam a beast. Who Sam a beast? I already know I'm ready to feast. This ain't for the week. I already know you wait and see. It's bigger than me. I already know it's bigger than rapping. 
I got a meaning, I really mean it Don't be just thinking I'm snapping uh, All for no reason, I know you need it Somebody else that ain't capping uh, Don't want no handshake, I know you're mad fake Nah, I ain't doing no dapping I'm waking them up when you napping Peep this, I just pray for guidance I can't rock with people stabbing I got zero stitches uh, I got levels, I got volumes I got plenty switches uh, See the funny thing about it I'm not ever switching That's right, I hope you get it Uh-huh. I come with a fee Don't think that I'm free I already know that say I'm a beast who say I'm a beast? I already know I'm ready to feast. This ain't for the weak. I already know you wait and see. It's bigger than me. I already know you want me to lose. I'm seeing the clues. I already know we can't be cool. You think I'm a fool? I already know I beat my lows. No need to flex. I already know what can I say? They say I'm blessed. I already know. I don't know who needs to hear this, but uh. Dun, dun, dun. You can't stop what God got planned. Dun, 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 dun. Look at somebody yeah, tell him, you yeah, can't stop yeah, me, yeah. dawg. <laughs> it's hey, D, man. They say I'm the nicest, keeping the modest. Well, if I'm honest, man, I just want to be righteous. I don't need a chain, I don't need a gang. I need to get rid of my vices. I came with a purpose, knowing it's worth it. Follow wherever the light is. You probably see me with a mic, cause I'm hoping you like it. Attached to who? You gon' see me beat my demons, that's a fact for you Gotta watch out for them people that distracting you Can't rely on no one else, I gotta stack some moves Just relax, be cool I come with a fee, don't think that I'm free I already know that say I'm a beast Who say I'm a beast? I already know I'm ready to feast This ain't for the weak I already know you wait and see It's bigger than me I already know you want me to lose I'm seeing the clues I already know we can't be cool You think I'm a fool I already know I beat my lows No need to flex I already know what can I say They say I'm blessed I already know